A letter from Kalyuki Kuranti, Pathfinder of the Shrine near Purple Meadows. Iliana, oldest friend, it has been too long since I heard from you. That globetrotting wife of yours certainly keeps you busy. Adventuring across the archipelago. Don't you ever think it might be time to slow down a little? Let your bones rest? Mine creak ever louder these days, and you're not much younger than me. A group of adventurers arrived in town recently. Said they were sent by you. What, you can spare muscle, but you can't spare paper? I suppose you might have thought I didn't wish to hear from you, after the way we parted. I assure you, Yayana, that nothing could be further from the truth. As I get older, I find myself looking back more and more on the steps that brought me here, the path I have walked. As a young monk, I thought myself so wise, so sure that I doled out counsel like a king granting boons to his subjects. But I would not give to have been a bit more discerning, a bit less haughty in my sermons. Perhaps so much could have gone differently. Perhaps I could have seen the value in simple silence earlier, listened more to those who needed it. These adventures you sent, they are riddled with troubles. Fears, doubts. In my youth, I would have left into action, consoling and counseling, nudging them expertly along the path in the way that felt, if not right, at least comfortable. But I have seen now the damage that comfortable but wrong can deal. Their gods are not my gods. Their paths are not my path and to blindly usher them along without true knowledge of their souls would do irreparable damage. I cannot see the path anymore, Liliana. Long have I wandered its winding roads, but the way is blocked to me now. Each night I go to bed troubled, dreaming of scales and thunder, of desolation and agony. Each morning, pounding between my temples, I hear the question in a voice that is not my own. What does the end of the world look like? Hello, and welcome to Roll Dice and Cry, an actual play podcast where we roll dice and you cry. We will also cry. We will also cry. Today, we are returning once more to our beast team, our festival team, here in Kilnir Purple Meadows, hoping to save the blooming festival of spring. Uh, doing a great job at it. You're doing so good. Last Don't time, at us. Last time you met with the leader of the village, Donda Rowe, um, had dinner in her house, slept in the town hall, uh, had uh, met, met some nice folks, um, got a little bit of intel, 
And that's the next day. Ford is not currently with Adeline and, and Radiant. You've split up. Adeline and Radiant have gone to the lake to the, to the northeast, trying to figure out why this lake was shut down by the structure forces, the, the, the government of Zoliat. Well, Ford um, decided he was going to help pick up the slack, um, or or at least do his part to help this village maintain its productivity during this time of strife by helping out of the factory for the day. Um, and so Ford isn't currently with you as you've gone along with Jameson points of the way to the lake, found it um, full of guards, found it full of the lake is being trawled by a number of like crab fishing boats. And you just watched as a as a um large mechanical armored arm was pulled from the depths of this lake. And then you 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 got seen. And you haven't been caught yet, but people are coming after you. We are running. <laughs> we are running. We, are running. we have to go. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also, um, today, uh, my name is Zachary Fedrickson. You can find me on Twitter at God. <laughs> I'm joined by Chander. Hey, y'all. I'm Chander. I play Ford Maphorn, who is a peerless fighter and an orc. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at ChanderClear. Uh, Mari Costa. Hi, I'm Mari. Uh, find me on Twitter at Marinsco's, read by webcomic, com. And Sloan. I'm Sloan. Uh, I play Adeline Fleetwood, the Elven Bard, and you find me on Twitter at FC and Tumblr. Fantastic. I play Radiant um, Iron, and he's running. He's running, <laughs> running, running. So this is, this is a chance for me to, to, to pick up, try out this move, um, this custom move that I found. Um, and I... This is by Jeremy Strandberg. Uh, it says at the top of this document. Um, it is called Struggle is One. So when you defy danger together, acting despite the same imminent threat or suffering the same calamity, decide how you all do it and you each roll your appropriate stat. On a six or below, you find yourself in a spot. Tell us how you got there. On a seven and nine, you get through just fine. And on a ten plus, you do well enough to get someone else out of a spot, if you can tell us how. Jameson uh, is with this. Jameson is also with you, but Jameson will probably be able to get away on his own. Okay. He's a, he's a, he's a ranger. He's not a ranger. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a scout. Um, he could be a ranger if someone decided to play him, but right now he's just a scout. Um, so yeah. So, so what are the two of you doing to escape the, this, um, group of, uh, I'd like to argue for strength. Okay. What's your argument? Um, legs strong running. Webstrong running. <laughs> Barreling hmm. through the like underbrush, sort of like pushing yeah. branches away. Um, so, legs strong, legs also short. <laughs> um, so, here's the thing in D&D terms, this would be athletics more than acrobatics, and athletics that's, is a strength role. That's true. That's true. By powering through, you're not yeah. getting out of the way. Or acting fast necessarily. You're mostly just oh, yeah, he's just, big legs. Yeah, so he's not exactly being like sneaky about it. Like he's not like dodging and weaving mm-hmm. amongst the trees, but he's doing his best 
like a like a tiny little elephant barreling through the brush. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, all right, God. Sloan, what are you doing? Uh, I don't know. Charisma. Charisma. I'm just so friendly at the trees. Please hide me. No, I'm thinking <laughs> either like constitution to like sort of like long distance, like not get tired from running. Oh, okay. Or, so you- all right. Or wisdom, and like, which would just be like knowing when to stop and hide, sort of, rather than keep keep running. I guess either of those. I mean, okay. constitution is better than wisdom for me, but you know, I whatever is narratively. So, so you're what you're trying to do is since you have you have the head start on them, and you just want to run as far as you can. Yes, and, and not and not like so that they get tired running after you before they get close enough to catch you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. I can I can I can see that. Um so both of you roll and we'll see how this works out. Oof, big money big money. Big money no whammies. Okay. Big money Alright. Yeah. I got Hell an yeah. okay amount of money. I rolled a ten. I got eight. Alright. An eight. So okay, so Sloan um Adeline. Lord, I'm doing I'm not doing character names today, I guess. I'm an elf. <laughs> Adeline. Um yeah, that's the secret. Sloan is actually an elf. She's been helping us make sure that this is accurate. Um, <laughs> no. So Sloan on a uh, Adeline, on a seven and nine you get through just fine. Radiant on a ten plus you do well enough to get someone else out of a spot, if you can tell us how. And so you don't necessarily have to help Adeline out of a spot. But if you wanna like say that you like helped Adeline in some way, that's cool too. I got I this think... image of like a radiant holding Adeline in the air above his head and just booking uh, it. If he can do that, he will do that. I would, I'd just been imagining like him like pulling Adeline like through the woods, like holding her hand, just like going That's very sweet. fast. I love that. Please, I love it. <laughs> you know, like in Spirited Away when Haku is like yes. just like running with Chihiro through like the, all of these flowers or whatever. It's like that. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Cool. Um, so which direction are you running in? Downwards. Away. Downwards, yeah. So south, running south. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. So yeah. Um, just... Yeah, like avoiding guards when possible. I mean, you're not. Neither of you are being sneaky. But True. Yeah. Um. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna open up most of this map so you see what's around. Um. So good, yeah. You, you that with a ten plus and a and a and a and a and an eight, um, you're able to get there. Um, you, you're just just slamming your way through the through the underbrush. If they had a tracker, they would be able to track you, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because you didn't like cover your tracks very well. No. Uh, How's Jameson doing? Um, I think you when you when you finally have time to when you like catch your breath and like look around and you see there's no one near you. Jameson just walks out from behind a tree. No, oh. Jameson, thank goodness you're okay. Yeah, I'm fine. I disappeared. You and he like turns and we look and we see like a like a radiant shaped hole just going as far as you can see back <laughs> in the forest. Yeah, that's not. They can follow. That. They're not well, idiots. We, we just have to run away from here, from this place. And now they have a trail, and they'll follow it, and then we can take another route. And they're going to be like, what? They're not here. Oh, boy. And, like, he kind of runs his hand on his face. He's like, yeah, I guess. I guess this is 
She's as good a place as any to to to, to uh, make it. Uh, uh, I don't even know. I'm so flustered. What the hell was that? What was going on there? They had a they had a robot. They have a robot. I don't know. They doesn't it look like a robot? It does look like a robot. Oh my god. We should tell. We have to get back to the town. We we need we need Ford and our robots. Okay. Are you just gonna have like a dust up in the middle of the? forest uh, is that a question from Vic Jameson <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, 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 I, I mean they only had an arm so okay so we don't well, have to ar- have a dust up uh, an arm is less than a full thing so that's good yeah good that they I, only had an arm I want to I want to investigate that big shrine the one that was all dilapidated. Because did it look like... Uh, this is a GM question. Did it look like the one the the island stuff, like, architecturally? Uh, hmm. Maybe roll a spout lore. Okay, my favorite. Take to see if you can me. recall that information. I love to ask questions as a player and then just be the dumbest fucking dude. I mean, I'm, you picked a minus one intelligence. I know. No, no. It's good. It's very good. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh. Okay. Hey, seven. it's a seven. seven. Yeah, kind of look a, a bit like it. The stuff the stuff at the island was a lot, like, cleaner mm-hmm. and, like, more well-kept. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did have, like, some similarities uh, architecturally. Um, the stuff here is the stuff here is much more worn than the stuff at the tower, at the bastion. Yeah. Radiant says, just says, like, I I think we should go back there. At, maybe at night. With Ford? Uh-huh. Yeah. That sounds like a crazy thing. Well, they had a lot of guards there. Well, at night we have the cover of darkness. Okay. Are you going to bring the robots? I don't... The calves? The frames? <laughs> We need to stop calling them robots because that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Again, beach ball, robot. Radiant made up the word. All right. Uh, Jameson like looks at you, Radiant, and he looks a little exasperated because this is just a whole lot of running. He's still a little bit out of breath, mm-hmm. even though he didn't. You never saw him running, but he was like running next to you in the trees. Yeah. He says. So what's the? I mean, what's the plan, Radiant? Are you going to go in there and fight the guards and? St- steal whatever they have of that old frame? No, I just want to look at the... I don't want to look at the frame yet. I just want to go in there and, like, scout. Aren't you a scout? Yes, I'm a scout. I mean, we don't have to fight them. We can go sneak... We can sneak sneak in there and see what's going on, because the, they look a little bit... That building looked a little bit like what we found on the island. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, and then he, like, looks up and, like, um, you see, like, in the distance, birds kind of fly up. It's like, all right, they're, looks like they're searching. We should probably get out of here. We should probably get out of here. That's Jameson's voice. <laughs> um, he's, a, he's Yuri Lowenthal. Um, okay. Is Radiant smart enough to think that the guards are going to ask who knew, who showed up in the village, who's new, and who would investigate. 
Because yeah. we're the only people who showed up in this village in the past day. That's true. Uh, do you think they'll tell? Do you think they'll ask? Do you think they'll tell as well? Um, I'm going to do another spot lore to see how Radiant is, uh, how insightful Radiant is. Okay. Or maybe it's a wisdom. I'll do wisdom. I mean, a lot of it, you, you, there's parts like, in, in terms of like what Radiant believes and what Radiant thinks. Mm hmm. Like, like I like some stuff I don't I like it's, it's kind of fun to make you roll for but like you should also know what Radiant knows you know what I mean I because um because I'm always I always get like a little afraid that I'll like say something that's like out of character because I want to play him good you don't want to be too meta yeah I yeah, I I understand do you think Radiant would be like so, so, so the thing you're worried about is like the guards coming to the town and be like, "Who came here?" Yeah, because we we ran south, and I don't know if they saw us or anything, but like Radiant is blue, like bright blue, um, so shouldn't be too hard to find. Um, Adeline's an elf. Yeah, uh, and like if they follow the trail south. They'll ask the village if they saw anyone new around. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess, yeah, I mean, that's not that doesn't sound too crazy for him to like suss out. Yeah, Radiant like posits this like, should we should we hide? Like, should we ask them to cover for us? Like, what should we do? Uh, do you think they will cover for us? I don't know. They seem to really like this place and like these this government and like these guards. They seem to really be into this. We should talk to Danda. I think maybe if, maybe if we just show her the calves, maybe she'll believe us about them doing something. Yeah, we should show them the calves. I think we should just start with Danda. If we show them to everyone, there's no. It's easier to to try to calm one person down if they're upset, if or if they're afraid of it. If the whole town doesn't like the calves, that's more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. We should tell Ford. Oh, well, yeah. No, I was going to keep <laughs> Ford. <laughs> Ford can just guess. No. <laughs> Ford didn't want to come on this adventure. All right. Um, Jameson kind of like sighs and he says, well, whatever you decide for that, it's going to be your decision. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but right now I think we should get out of here. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Uh, and Jameson um, like picks Radigan up so his big feet don't make any foot footprints. He's got tiny feet. It's tiny oh. combo feet. That's are they tiny tiny feet? They're, They're like, like pretty big. small. His hands are big. His hands are big. That's the thing. yeah. Um, and so I guess he doesn't pick up Radiant. I just like people picking up Radiant. He can pick up Radiant. <laughs> so he picks up Radiant and he's like, all right, this way this, there'll be less footprints. Um, <laughs> and he starts he starts leading you through the woods in like a different, more securitous path to get back to the, the village. Ford. <laughs> Hi. Hi. You got on the bu- the buggy in the morning and uh, mm-hmm. you've, now, you've now arrived at the... Uh, factory. Yep. Brick factory. It is a large, uh, rectangular building. Um, it's kind of got like, it's kind of like a compound almost. Um, there's a couple of different, 
big buildings. Um, there's one main building, uh, and then there's a, there's a couple smaller buildings to the, to like the right of it, um, a little bit. Um, and then there's like a big wall around the whole thing. So folks can't like just wander in and out as they please. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to the gate, you get to the gate, and there is a, um, structure, um, worker there, a structure official. And he's got like a clipboard, um, that sort of slate that you've seen people writing on here. Um, and people are, people are filing in a single file as he like ticks their names off of a list. Um, and he gets to you. And he says, name, please. Uh, Ford Maphorn. You don't seem to be a registered worker? Are you you a a wanderer? Yeah. All right. And he he flips to the the back of it, and you see there's a bunch of blank lines, and he just writes Ford Maphorn. Cool. Um, Are you doing this before everyone shows up, or were you waiting... For the buggy to, to show up. Because I just remembered you drove the calves here. I think it's before everyone shows up to not hold up the line or anything. Okay. So, yeah. So, you so you get to come in before anyone else, I guess. And, um... Okay. Yeah. There's, a, there's, a, there's like, another foreman there. Uh, another structure official. He's this kind of big guy. He's actually not wearing the jacket that all the other officials are wearing. He's wearing kind of like a like his own set of overalls with the with the structure seal on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, uh, "Morning, uh, morning." Up, up and at him early, huh? Yeah, you know, uh, got a early to bed, early to rise. Yeah, sure. Um, now listen, you can't start actually doing any work bef- until everyone gets here. We're not going to make you work past the hours that you're supposed to. But uh, since you are here, I can at least show you around. I'm um, Foreman Cross, by the way, and he holds out his hand. Uh, Ford Maphorn, sir. Lovely to meet you. Shakes Pleasure. his hand. And, he's, and he like starts walking you through the, the, the situation. And at, for his, his description, I'm going to let you know. Uh, I'm going to read the, read the, the move to you. So this is, this is a custom move that I wrote for this, this leg of the campaign. It's called Mama Said I Was Good With My Hands. Um, and when you spend a shift at the factory making bricks, you choose your roll and roll the relevant stat. If you haul the clay, you roll strength. If you shape the bricks, you roll plus dex. And if you measure and operate the furnace, you roll plus int. On a 10 plus, you roll your, you pull your own weight, adding plus one to the brick stock. On a seven to nine, you falter, either adding plus zero or marking a debility to add plus one to the stock. And on a six or below, you disrupt the workspace, reducing the stock by one. Now, um, stock is important because you have a quota to meet. You have five days um, to produce eight stock of bricks um, to allow to make to make sure that the factory hits its quota before the festival, allowing them to take the day off uh, as a as a a recognized like holiday. Um, the factory workers will produce one stock each day. They they're five, so you really only have to produce three. As long as you don't fail and set them back. Ooh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And yep, so 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 he what kind of walks you around? He's kind of got like um like like um long black hair that's tied back and he's got a beard. Um and he's kind of like a salt of the earth guy. Um and he's yeah, he's just pointing stuff out and says um he points at one of the buildings and says this one this is our this is our actual stock house for the for the clay and he opens it up and you see um just like piles of clay, right? Mm. Like, like these big, it's kind of this cold room that's, that's kept moist. Um, there are sacks on one side that you, um, you, what you're supposed to do is, and there's like these big trowels that you, you like scoop the, the, the clay, the soft clay into the, into the trowels to be, um, to be put in these sacks that you then lug over your shoulder or put in a, Maybe put in a wheelbarrow if you can't carry them yourself, but most folks are like, oh, it's uh, it's faster to carry it, you know. Like you can, I was watching a, I was watching like a um, video of like people uh, processing like cocoa beans, mm-hmm. um, and like just these huge like 150 pound bags, they're just slinging them over their shoulders and carrying them around. Mm-hmm. So it's like a sort of similar vibe. And cool. Any any points from the from the the clay. From the, from the sto- storehouse to the biggest building says, now you take the clay from the stockhouse to the shaping room. And that's the biggest building. And he, he walks you in there and you see it's, it's like these big rows of tables. Uh, in, in, on each table, there's like a little, um, uh, what's it called? Like, like diagram, um, with like, like the dimensions of the bricks carved into it. So you can, so you can see, like, um, you know, you, you put it, you put the, you, each person, when you haul the, the clay, you bring the clay to each table in turn, where they each have like a, like a, like a spot where they then place the bricks, shape them, and mm-hmm. then you put your bricks on a, on a tray, and you slide that tray down to where they are all collected and taken over to the, uh, furnace, which is a big firing furnace where they are fired and made hard. Mm-hmm. He says, "That's the, pretty much the gist of it. It's a, uh, it's hard work, you know. It's it's detail oriented. It's important that you are regular in your in your and 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 discerning in your shaping of them. But if you just if you want to just take a hauling position, that's a bit easier as long as you're careful and you don't dash clay all over the floor. Think uh, hauling would be a lot more my speed, sir. Yeah, I understand. Most folks pick that on their first job." Uh, their first shift. It's simple, easy, but no less vital. The work you're doing is important. Every every time we we fill a shift, every time we fill our quota, we're making sure that the entire country is stocked pr- uh, correctly. And uh, you don't seem like you're from around here, so you probably don't care as much about the stability of the structure. But I still appreciate you coming here and putting the time in. Thank you, sir. He kind of claps his shoulder and says, But you've got a couple hours before the folks get here, so uh, do you want to play cards? <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Uh, cool. um, do you want to like talk to this guy while you're while you're here at all, or or any, at all like questions about this? Because he's like also a member of the structure, um, hmm. or do you want to just skip ahead to? Um. I don't know, I'm trying to think about what I could ask him. 
And uh, I think Ford goes, uh, you know, I heard the uh, heard the lake nearby was closed down. Stuff like that happen often. Uh, uh, it's it's. Listen, I I assure you that the actions of our brickminder are for a greater good. Uh, for the the overall stability of our country, but I'll admit there's sometimes where I don't understand it. Uh, take uh, take this festival thing, right? And he like starts dealing cards. The villagers they want to have the day off, and they're hardworking folk. I say let them. I don't mind. But uh, there's a couple folks who think this all this religious stuff is well it goes against the tenets of the structure. You think that if you people, some people say that if you do good only because God tells you to, you're not actually doing good at all. You know, at least you're not being a dick, though. Mm, yeah, but some folks think that moral decisions made out of fear of repercussion are not moral. But pragmatic. Yeah, I've been through that argument. Not not much of a religious man myself, gotta say. Um, look more towards things I can see and understand and uh, quantify, you know? Yeah, I get that. Hell, maybe you'd fit in right here. <laughs> Structure's all about doing stuff the way that... <laughs> Uh, and a god hates it. Yeah. yeah, structure's all about doing things for the good of the people, not for the good of a god. You know, we build these bricks so that people have places to live. But is do- sorry, is the quota really that important that they can't take a day off? Would that really put it off by that much? Well, that depends. Uh, it definitely. Definitely be a blow. It might mean that some built some cities up north wouldn't be getting any any of the repairs they need. Really, it's, from one day? A day is important. I don't. Now, I don't know how you live your life, Mister Maphorn, but every day is important. <laughs> Guess you could say that. Yeah. Ah, uh, and here we have a, the archetype of the mundane is a very detail-oriented sort of system. Can you imagine if there's a building out there in a, some city up north that is just waiting for the next shipment and if we take a day off and we don't hit our quota, that shipment doesn't go out. They don't get those bricks, and then that building collapses, and that's on us. Hmm. It's Everything's a connected. Balance. Everything's connected. We are a structure. Every <laughs> brick holds the others in place, and every brick, every brick holds up the wall. If you have a missing piece, the whole it all falls apart. It's very delicate for as strong as we are. Yeah, I get so. you. 
Well, 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 you know, we could take the day off without hitting our quota, and we might get lucky, and no bad might come of it. But that's not a chance we want to take. You know, that's that's not the way. That's not the way the structure operates. You don't want to roll the dice. No, we don't. We don't much take for chance. It's too much like fate, which is too much like a divine plan. <laughs> well, yeah. hope nothing goes wrong. Things go wrong all the time, Mister Maporn. That's why we got to make sure that we're ready when they do. Ain't that the truth? Um, and you hear you hear the buggy come up. And it, um, you know, pulls to a stop outside, and you hear folks start shuffling off. He says, "Well, looks like it's time to get to it." And he goes and he gets himself like a like a. I think he like goes and puts on his jacket, his, his like <laughs> structure jacket, to show that he's an officer or a, or an official, mm-hmm. and goes to goes to greet the workers. Cool. Yeah, Ford uh, kind of yeah. trails after him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, folks start to folks start to filter in. Um, you do see Pachari there, who who his name is written down next to yours. Clap him he on says, the back. Hey, big guy. Hey, hey you're you're quite a quite a quite a. Oh man, I could I can't even remember this morning. You say goodbye. Yeah. If you ask me how many sit-ups I, I do. I bet it's a lot. It's that's exactly what I said. Nice. Alright. I'm uh I'm not really much for details, so I'm gonna I'm gonna help you with this uh Holland stuff. Great. And, yeah, uh, seems since Pichari's uh, with you, uh you're gonna get a plus one forward on Yeah your work today. Um so uh yeah, so I think now this is the time to this is the time to roll. Okay. Um, do you wanna talk to Pachari about anything while you work or are you gonna just concentrate on your shift? Do I get any minuses to my rolls if I talk to him? If you talk to him while you're working, you're not working. Okay. That's uh, is one thing, maybe. Then I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna concentrate on my work. Okay. That's a plus one forward to that. Hmm. Okay. That's strength. Oh my god! I'm so yes. <laughs> okay, it's an All eleven. Right. Eleven. Thank God. All right. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a counter here. Um. Uh, I wish we were on the. I have a I have like a Blades and Dark clock count like table that I made in in our Blades game and I don't have it here so I, uh, I can, uh, I'm just gonna write it out. Uh, I did so good. <laughs> look, stock quota out of eight. So that today they made one and you made one. So now this the quota is two out of eight. Cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so you you know, it's a very it's a very Michael Bay movie scene. It's very it's very Armageddon where all the all the workers <laughs> are like, bow bow, free bird, da da da. Lots of people sweating and, and hauling stuff and making stuff. It's very it's hard work, but it feels um, it doesn't feel bad. Everyone's everyone's very like 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 focused. Everyone's very driven to like they're like. We gotta get this done. We gotta have this festival. We're gonna, it's gonna be great. It's, you know, working for the weekend sort of thing. Mm hmm. Um, as, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
And then like around noon, around midday, um, like a horn sounds and you have like a little lunch break. Cool. And um, I think it's like an hour or a half hour. Um, and folks, you know, kind of filter around and, and they get like little sandwiches uh, and stuff. I don't know what, I don't know what people, what these, like this 18th century, like workforce would bring for boxed lunch, but they, whatever it is, they're eating it. Uh, maybe a lot of leftover curry from the night before. <laughs> um, you see, you see someone who like kind of, um, ducks into the, he like pulls out a, like a, from his backpack, he pulls out like a, um, a big metal pot and ducks into the furnace room and comes out with hot chili. Ooh. Nice. Um, yeah. And like Cross like looks at him, like, like, Oh, you! You're not supposed to use that for that. But he's not like he's like kind of like more busting his chops than anything else. Mm. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Do you want to talk to anybody for your for your break or? Um. Think you know. Uh. Ford goes. Claps Pachari in the back. Is like, how you doing, buddy? Uh. He's like. Um. He's got like. He's holding like a bowl of this chili. Um. And like. He like picks it up with like a shaking hand he's like my biceps fucking hurt <laughs> yeah so i gotta uh, you know build up your muscle strength i can I show you a few exercises yeah, i wouldn't i wouldn't mind that though i'm pretty sure you're at a higher level than i am well like he's t- as he's talking he's eating and he's talking with his mouth full <laughs> slow down there buddy i don't know the meaning of that word that's it's not good for you to eat fast. It um better to eat slowly, yeah. healthier. Oh, okay. You're like a health health guy. Ford 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 the healthy man. Well That's I mean, a little bit. Gotta stay alive yeah. somehow, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um what's oh, Donda doing? Is Donda here? Yeah, Donda's here. Um since since Thomas and Marigold are staying home to like try to fix up their house and like recover what they had, she's she's there too. Yeah, she's she's come to work. Like, um, and she she's also hauling like um, she's hauling uh bags of clay, and mm-hmm. I bet like there's this scene in this like like montage of your shift where like. You know, you're you got one slung over your shoulder, and Pachari is like dragging one along the ground, <laughs> and then Donda's got one in each hand. Oh man, yeah, and then Ford like squares up and also grabs one in each hand because he's not going to get left behind in the dust. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very good. I think he goes up and he's like, "Hey, uh, how are how are Thomas and Marigold doing? How's the kid?" <sighs> uh, they're they were all right when we left. Uh, there was a, there was a, there was at least a few days, maybe a week between this attack and the last attack, so we should probably be safe. But uh, I, uh, I am worried. This, this kind of thing hasn't happened here before. Yeah, I think, uh, I think a lot of things are going to start happening that maybe haven't happened before in a while. Her eyes narrow, and she says, "That's extremely cryptic and extremely ominous." <laughs> uh, Ford laughs. Is like, yeah, you know, that's uh, 
That's what I said. But, um, you know how oh. seers are, I guess. Uh, I haven't met very many of them, but... Yeah, it's not, not the kind of thing you see very often. It's definitely not the kind of thing most folks would t- tell you about. No. <sighs> you, so, uh... Hmm? Yeah? You seem like a more of a mercenary type, Mr. Maporn. I hope you forgive me for saying. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right, ma'am, that I am. Are you planning on requesting payment after this? Well, I figured uh, on behalf of, uh, you know, Marigold and her husband and the kid, yeah. Send whatever I make today their way. That's not what I meant. Are you, For protecting the town, are you <laughs> going to ask us to pay you? Oh, <laughs> no. We have an alternate revenue source. That is also cryptic and ominous, Mr. Maporn. Yeah. And she stands up and walks away. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the rest of the day like, goes on without too much difficulty, I don't think. Um, you rolled your, you rolled your 11. You, you hit your stock. Great. Um, people clap you on the shoulder. You're like, ah, Maporn, did great. Strong man. Cool. Uh, Strong boy. At the, at the end, um, that same... Um, uh, there's, a, there's a table now set up at the, at the entrance when you leave. Uh, crosses there, and so is the um, so is the uh, other guy uh, mm-hmm. whose name is uh, whose name is Ren, and he is he is like the um, he's he's like the he's like the um, accounting officer for the for the whole thing for the for the factory, and he um, he's got they've got this stack of papers. That um, you walk up to Ren, and he asks your name, and you give your name, and he writes your name, and he hands it to uh, Cross, Foreman Cross, who then takes a rubber stamp and stamps the bottom of it, cool. and then hands it to you. And it says, um, what's the word, uh, the name I, I came up with for this thing? I don't remember if it was like a special word or something else. Yeah, it just it just says... Um, it's it says acknowledgement of work rendered, and mm. um, it's got like the date and your name on it. Uh, he says, "Just uh, just take this to the trading post at in at the village, and uh, he'll set you up with your day's pay." Thank you, sir. Uh, and yeah, so you just walk, and everyone everyone gets that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Let me double check how much that's, that should be. I, th- I think there's like a thing that's like, this is how much a day of work costs. So this is... Bribes, that's a different thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, the... hmm. So a, a week's unskilled mundane labor is 10 coins. Um, but they're a little bit nice than that. So I think it's three coins. Cool. 
for the day. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so yeah, so, so it's, you have a writ for three coins. Dope. Uh, yeah. It's like, hey, That's can nice. uh, can other people cash these in that aren't me? Uh, Cross says, uh, you can cash it in and then just give the money to whoever you want to give it to, but you're the only one who's allowed to cash in your own stamp. All right. Thank you. Worse. Uh, and then do you like take the caps back with you or do you leave them at the brick factory? Uh, I take them back with me. Okay. But um, I want to, I want to catch Donda either leaving the brick factory or going into the town. Yeah. I think, I think you can, you can catch her leaving the brick factory for sure. Um, she's like the last to leave because she makes sure that everybody else is like, mm. settled first. Goes, hey. Uh, yes. I don't. I don't mean to be cryptic, but uh, your lady bright eyes has a uh, her wife's. Um, she's rich, and uh, she cares a lot. Okay. She's the one kind of bankrolling us. Ah. So that's why you don't need us to pay you. You're already being paid. Yeah, but I think, you know, something like this, I'd, I'd do that for free. I'd do that, you know, for a meal and a place to sleep. And, um, and she kind of looks at you and she says, Well, thankfully, apparently, we won't have to find out. And then she goes and gets on the buggy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and Pachari, Pachari, um, Clambers up onto the carriage, on the, under, under the wagon, so the calves run. Cool. And he says, "You know, Ford, um, they got a wagon, they got a buggy. You don't have to like drive this thing everywhere." Yeah, it's um, it's a security blanket. Right, your statues. And he like puts up air quotes. Yeah, buddy. So, uh, statues. you you come to the festival often? Nope. Yeah, no? it's gonna be my first time. First time, damn. First well, time. Me I haven't too. had a chance to get down here this time of year. I always wanted to see you, though. Folks folks say it's nice. So you've been around here other times of year? Yeah, sometimes. I pass through. I pass through everywhere, really. Why doesn't no one here recognize you? I just got one of those faces. Blend in. Really? Seemed like a standout enough to me. You haven't lived here long enough. That's fair. And uh, yeah, you take the take the cart back to kill near Purple Meadows, where you leave them again. Uh, and these robots are just like sitting in there, like, <laughs> when are they going to get us? When are they going to use us? <laughs> okay, we're going somewhere else. I wonder if they're going to pull us out then. Oh nope. no! Okay. Just going to sit here for some more. <laughs> yeah. So you arrive at Kilnir Purple Meadows, um, where Jameson has already brought uh, Adeline and Radiant. You've managed to shake your pursuers, um, and you. Where do you? Where do y'all regroup? I want to go cash my thing in first. Okay. Uh, as okay. soon as as soon as Radiant sees Ford, he just like runs at him like Ford, uh, Ford, 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 Ford. I think Ford still has clay all over him and is like his shirt's probably off and he's just looking like kind of tired. And he's like, "Yeah, raids." Wait, there's another one. An another Wait, another calf. Fuck. We've seen the structure holding 
holding a big metal hand out of the lake. <sighs> we have to go back there. You have to come with us. Okay. Okay. Um, let me go. When are we going? Tonight. Okay. Uh, let me go. Let me go cash this in. And, uh, and I wanted to go check out the shrine for a little bit. Sleep. We still have time before sunset. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like um early mid-afternoon. Cool. Yeah. You know, me. I want to go check out that shrine again. What are you doing at the shrine? Uh, I don't know. Remember last night? With the with the with the glowing eyes. Oh, oh! You think? But he, but he was so unhelpful last time. See, our little dude's god really doesn't like me. Um, and I mean, I know it's not god stuff, you know, the path. But uh, Lady Bright Eyes and uh, Deep Lair and Deep Lore kept talking about a path. And now there's a shrine here, so, you know, might as well check it but out. That, but that monk wasn't helping at all. No, but, he's uh... Being, he was being all cryptic and stuff. You know who else is being cryptic? Nemo, Deep Lore, whole apocalypse stuff. We don't even know what it looks like. I mean, I thought it looked like great big monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't it look like a big skeleton that tried to kill us? Yeah, but we don't know where it's coming from. We don't know what's causing it. We don't know anything. And personally, I could just... I could use uh, some advice in a nap. I, I guess we could go to that guy. Y'all don't gotta come with me, but... No, Radiant wants to go. Uh, yeah. Oh, if it's about cello, he's gonna go. <laughs> cool. Uh, real quick, uh, Ford goes, cashes in his thing, and gives the coins to um, the Lime family? The Lion? The Lime family? They are Lime. Limestone. Limestone. The Lime family. Um, all, all, all bugbears have, like, stone names. That's cute. Yeah. Or minerals. Uh, you know. Eustace Flint. <laughs> uh, ah, I get it. Okay. Um, one of the there's a there's a guy in in uh, uh, whatever it is Revelation, um, the city of the city of of industry or whatever it's called. Uh, the leader of them is Nathaniel Cole. Nice. Hmm. He's old King Cole. Okay. Um. Uh, <laughs> anyway, for- um Ford goes, yes, caches so. his thing in, and um, goes over to the Lime family. Is like, you know, I listen. I know it's not much, but he kind of nods and hands it over. Um, yes. Yeah, so you, you, you. What you, what happens is you, you head to the middle of the trading post, which everyone is at the trading post right now because they're all getting their mm-hmm. payouts. Um, and he's handing out these little. Um, they're the same sticks that you've had before, um, mm-hmm. except these ones are are three segments. Um. And that's a day's pay. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, he just he just takes your he takes your um, he's got like a little um, spike uh, on his on his um, counter where like he takes your <laughs> your writ, puts on the spike, hands you a, a, a thing. 
and it's very mechanical because he's doing it for everybody in town. Cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 easily done. And he doesn't doesn't give any guff about it. Nice. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I go and I go and give that to the limes. Uh, th- th- thank you, th- thank you for sure. Um, they, you know, it's 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 appreciated. They they are in a, they are in a rough spot, even though the community is like taking care of them. Mm. Um, so so there were a couple things discussed. One was showing the calves to Donda, and the other was was going to the shrine. Um, yes. Do you tell Ford about your intention to show Donda? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And when does that occur? I believe when he's when he's come back from giving the the money to the limes, maybe like I think like Adeline says like I think we should tell Donda about about the caps. If if people come back here looking for us because uh, we did not mention this, they did see us. Fuck. I think that they should know that we're not I don't want them to throw us to the wolves. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you think that's a good idea? Addy, I trust you. Uh, thank you. <sighs> um, so what I think you could do is you could um, take them halfway to the shrine and bring her out to the outskirts of town with yeah. you and show okay. her on the way. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey, Donda, follow us three strangers out into uh, an isolated place, just real quick. Um, Momo probably wants to come too, because she likes going to the shrine, because that's like, oh, I'm training to be a, sh- I'm going to attend that thing, so I should be there whenever anybody goes there. Of course. So, so yeah, so Pachari is there, um, and so is Momo, uh, and Jameson, obviously, because okay. we have calves with yeah. And he says, uh, are you guys sure about this? Well, I mean, I think it's better to be open here than, uh, keep being cryptic. I think we need, we need Donda on our side. Okay. You think this'll help? I hope so. (laughs) Okay. Alright. So you take, um, you you walk them all out, um, and Donda's, like, kind of cautiously following you. Um, and since the last attack, she's been keeping her hammer around with her. Oh, I love her. So she's kind of got it slung on her shoulder, resting on her shoulder, and she walks out into this field with you, with the carts. Um, and she says, All right. You brought me out here. I'm here. You've got something to say? Say it. Um, and Pachari's like, yeah, I'm really excited. What's up? <laughs> You're hiding some shit. I want to know what it is. <sighs> um, Radiant pulls the Radiant pulls the tarp. Oh my god! Please don't tell anyone. But um, robots. Okay, so the the monsters that have been attacking you, we've fought one before, and we fought them in these. Radiant gets in, into BD. Oh, oh no! Oh boy! No okay. raids, maybe, maybe don't. No, no, no! I'm not gonna make it stand up or anything. Just like it. See, it lights up. Uh So yeah, so Radiant. Um, well, the thing is, BT is currently like in a crouched position, hugging. Yeah, I'm not gonna make him stand up or anything. 
I just thought, since they're in a, like an inert travel mode right now, that they would kind of have to like expand a little bit to be usable. Okay, yeah. Gets up a little bit. Gets up a little bit, yeah. The, it's it's like it's like kind of it's kind of curled up, and then it's it's like just le- picks up its feet and like puts them so it's like sitting on the cart instead of like crouched in it. <laughs> and like boom, boom, and like they like Donda steps back, and you see Pachari's tail is like wagging. <laughs> uh, his eyes are all big. And he's like, "Oh, this is cool. What are those? What is this? What's going on?" This is wild. And Donna's like, yes, this is weird. Uh, well, they're called celestial armature frames. They're very old weapons to deal with a very particular kind of threat from what I'm given to understand. Like the one that you're facing with the monsters because, see, the one we fought before... It wasn't, it wasn't small. It was the size of these things. Maybe larger. Okay. okay. And if that's coming, then we wanted to be prepared. And, uh, Addy, Raids, you want to tell them about the lake? We, yeah. Radiant. They pulled one of these out of the lake, he shouts. Said part. <laughs> So it goes out, does it come out the speakers on, like, BT? Um, I'm not sure if he's activated yet. The cockpit is, like, water. It's like a water tank. Yes. It's called, it comes out all, like, bubbling and burbly, gurgling. (laughs) They pulled one out of the tank. (laughs) I was, like, wiggling my fingers in front of my mouth, and I don't think it did anything. They pulled it out of the tank. Yeah, I guess it comes out the, the speakers. Yeah, and I guess Beatty's, um like eyes are glowing. Uh, yes. And, like all those, you know, the gem in the center that is the cockpit is glowing. Mm-hmm. It's not like moving. Uh, and Donna's like, oh boy. And Momo's like, this is crazy. I'm scared. These are very big. They have another one? They have an arm. An arm? That's, an arm is the most dangerous part of a body. Yeah, but it needs to be attached to a body to work, from what I'm given to understand. Is that... is that true? And Futari's like, I once saw... I once saw a guy hit another guy with a severed arm and it hurt really bad. Yeah, but you try lifting one of these arms. That's true. What if they put it on a boat? And, like, it's like a cannon. (laughs) On the boat. boat. Potch, buddy. Stop, you're right there. (laughs) I don't think that would do much. Okay. All right. Okay. This is still wild. Adeline is like paying more attention to how Donda is reacting while Pichari is just like rambling about fists on boats. What is she doing? Um, Donda is, um, like you can see, like her hands are kind of flexing on her. Uh, hit on the ham- handle of her hammer. Like you know, have you ever watched a baseball player like kind of like yes on a bat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's doing that. Um, Arthur meme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, that's gonna be even more out of date by the time this airs. <laughs> <laughs> Coming uh, at you with the fresh content. Fresh content. <laughs> um, it's not even fresh now. 
<laughs> she she hefts the hammer off of her um shoulder and like kind of slams the head into the ground and make everyone stop talking. And she says If this if these things are as dangerous as they look and they are as necessary as you say they are, then we are in trouble. That's why we're here to help. Yes, ma'am. We can, we've stopped it before. If we let the structure take these away, you guys will be in more trouble. There's a chance they might come by when we were, when we seen them pulling the hand out of the water. They seen us. So there's a chance they are going to come here looking for strangers. And we're telling you the truth so that if that happens, maybe you can just keep them off our trail a bit. And she looks at you, like, hard. I think this might be a parlay. Mm. Yes. Uh, Me? Um, uh, I think so. I think you're negotiating. Can I aid Um, this? Maybe. One second. So parlay is when you have leverage on a GM character, manipulate them, you roll plus charisma. Leverage is something they need or want. What she wants is security, is safety for her town. Um, and she's worried that you not only can't provide it, but will actively destroy that security. Yes. Because these things are huge and terrifying. So you, you're going to roll charisma. On a 10 plus, they'll do what you ask if you first promise what they ask of you. On a 7 and 9, they will do what you ask, but need some concrete assurance of your promise right now. Uh, and for you might be able to aid, but this is I think this is an Adeline thing. That's fair. I'm trying to think of how I can flatter her. So I can get that plus one from my cool <laughs> necklace. Um, but I don't imagine flirting with her right now would be super appropriate. <laughs> so um, What would Ambrose do? What would Ambrose do? W-W-A-T. <laughs> now let's look at this, um, the, the description of your of your magical item. Yeah. Um, because we haven't we haven't used those much yet. No. You have the silver tongue choker. So it, um, you take plus one while you parlay using grace or flattery. Grace. Originally it was seduction or flattery, but I didn't want to be like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if that was how, uh, I, 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 because, and then you mentioned that he was, that Ambrose was genteel and sort of like grace, you know, being graceful. And- yeah. He was graceful in his seductions. Um, but. <laughs> No, I like grace and flattery because it's like it can be, it can be seduction if it wants to be, uh, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be. So okay, um, grace. Um, she's is she holding the is she holding the hammer still? Yes. Is uh, it like it's on- like she's she's it's on the ground. She's holding yes. like the the top like the handle of it. In in that case, um, uh, Adeline uh, like uh, walks over and like touches the handle of the hammer and says, "Like, I promise you that nothing bad will happen to your town. Uh, I would not let that happen." Trying to be her most uh, like diplomatic, almost. <laughs> Does that count as graceful? I'll, I'll let you have it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
Also, she touched her hammer that's like, like almost touching her hand, very close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, she had got a roll. I got a roll to do it. You got a roll to do put, it. I didn't put the plus one in, but it's okay. I rolled a 10 anyway, <laughs> so I got 11. 10 plus 1, that's an 11. Yes. All right. So here's here's what happens. She looks down at your hand and she looks at you and she's got these very piercing yellow eyes because she's a cat. I love that. Mm-hmm. And she says, if you're going to rumble with something, you will not let that fight take place in the village. Of course not. Whatever you have to do, you keep your fighting away from the buildings. We kind of just assumed it was going to happen at the lake, says Radiant from, like, afar. Ooh, the lake. <laughs> You're very good at that. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> That's really good. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Who knows what'll happen, but she just, her promise that she demands of you is do not no let fighting. whatever it is come to the town. They've had enough destruction already. We wouldn't put your people in danger like that. We'll keep it away. Good. Now, that thing is scary, and it looks like Radiant is drowning, so... I'm not! <laughs> um, but yeah, you got her. Um, they will vouch yes. for you. I also need to know how Momo was doing, because we have not brought that up. How you what? Momo, what's how's Momo doing? Yeah, oh, she's losing her shit. These are huge and terrifying and very big. And she says, uh, "She's like, oh my, oh man, oh boy, oh oh gosh, that is this. Oh, these were here the whole time." Yeah. Yes. Radiant gives it a thumbs up with Beady. Oh gosh, just moved. Um, these aren't gonna hurt us, are they? No. Thumbs down. Oh no, it gave me a thumbs down. <laughs> For no! That means no! Uh, and she, she kind of like, her ears are twitching, her, her tail is twitching like mad, and she like kind of creeps forward and like touches the foot of BT. Uh, very carefully, Radiant like holds um, BT's hand out so like she could climb on it if she wants. Just to see, like, no hurt, no danger. When it moves a little bit, she, like, dashes back and then, like, sees that it's just open and, like, kind of very slowly creeps forward and steps in the hand. Uh, Radiant uh, takes it very, very slowly all the way up to where the cockpit is and, like, pokes his head out and is like, see, it's fine. I'm good. I have complete control over it. (laughs) (laughs) This is wild. Wait, no, that's a lie. He can't say that. I have complete control over it most of the time. Uh, um, when you say most of the time, she jumps out of the <laughs> off the hand and like scurries down. Uh, Ford goes. Um, you know, uh, Donda, um, Momo, Potch. We've all we want to do is help. Everything we've been doing so far since we got here has been to try and help you. And if you don't trust our moral upstanding, like I told you before, we are getting paid to do this. 
Well, there's few things you can trust more than somebody's desire for money. Uganda. Charlie's like, I don't know. I think y'all, they seem pretty nice. So, you know, <laughs> I know I'm an outsider too, but I think they're cool. Thanks, pal. Pichari's got your back. <laughs> yeah, Pichari's got your back. Uh, and he says, "All right, so when are you punching stuff? When are you fighting? When's the when's the match?" Well, we gotta. You don't know what we're fighting yet. Yeah, gotta do some more recon first. Recon. That sounds hard. I'm gonna leave you to it. Uh, <laughs> this was fun, uh, but I'm gonna go sleep. And Pachari like pieces out. Is it still like the middle of the afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I mean, it's l- it's late afternoon, but yeah. Okay. Fucking same. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. What uh? What are y'all doing now? We're going to the shrine, right? Yeah. Going to the shrine. Yeah. All right. We we'll probably head to the shrine. Are we going to do the custom move for the shrine? That's a good question. Do you want to do you want to um, make an offering at the shrine? Ford does. Yes. Uh, what was the custom move? Oh yeah, shit. Yes, I would like to do that also. So yeah, y'all come back to to the kiln, the the shrine near Purple Meadows. Um, Father Karanti, Pathminder Karanti is there, and he is kind of just hanging out, smoking a pipe uh, with a cup of tea. And he says, "Ah, adventurers, welcome back." What are you doing here? Well, here folks make offerings here. Oh, are you going to sacrifice another monster? Not yet. We don't we don't got one with us, but would that work? I don't know. You can kind of just give whatever you want as long as it is worth enough. You know, cuz uh part of the GM's discretion. <laughs> <laughs> So what is the what is the role exactly? Okay, so this is this is a this is a custom move for the shrine. It's called paying it forward. Mm. You make an offering at the shrine of the path. Spend ten coins and roll plus one for every additional ten coins. Mm. Ultimately, you may offer an item per the detail the GM's discretion. Uh, on a hit, the path shines before you. Hold one blessing. On a ten plus, you hold three instead. When the path haps, helps you on your journey, you spend one blessing for plus one forward on any roll. You may only want, use one blessing hold per roll. So basically what it is, is um, it, it's kind of the same as bolster, or, or where you where you like prepare for a journey and get to use it. Except this way, it's more like divine intervention than just like your preparation pays off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it basically good luck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Ford, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. What what counts as a, you know, what counts as a good item? Uh, it's different things for different people. Uh, I don't know. What What's worth it to you? Oh, no, I'm not giving up my telescope, no. <laughs> telescope would be worth a lot for, <sighs> for you. Um, otherwise, I don't know. Uh, I, don't th- I don't see anything on here. That yeah, I don't have it. anything. <laughs> Adventuring gear, my old relic of signet ring that I have. 
Um, oh, did you take the signet ring off that dude? No. Okay. Ford took the letter, right? I took the, letter, took the letter and I took the flask. Right, right. You should put that flask on this on your. Oh, for, I yeah. should. That's like super important. That's a healing potion. That is. <laughs> it's a restorative liqueur. Um. Yeah. Other than other than the telescope, I can't see anything on on your character sheet that would be worth uh not coin. Yeah. Um. I think Ford just gives ten coin. Okay. So there's this there's this box um that like it's like an offering box and what you're supposed to do is um you you um put in the coins and then there is a little little door that you open at the bottom and you pull out a fortune. Cool. Ford puts the coins and is like very quietly like listen, I know gods hate me, but oh my god, please. <laughs> Something <laughs> God wanted me to choke. God wants me to choke, or my ancestor to choke, or someone to choke, and that someone's adjacent to me. So that's two d six. It would just be two d six. Flat two d six. An eight. Okay. Okay. Right. I hold one. Um. So you're gonna hold. So just mark that down that you have one blessing. Um. You pull out the the um fortune and in neat writing uh it looks like it was written with an ink brush um it says uh fortune comes to those who act on it okay he shoves it in his pocket uh do adeline and and lady want to do anything i was just looking at how much money i had (laughs) um radiant says that he'll pass. He's gonna pass on this. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Fair. Don't have much going on in terms of stuff. Also, Rating, you should put your quilt on on your character sheet. Does it? Is it not there? Uh, I don't see it. Oh, huh. Yeah, yeah I'll you put wanna, it on her. Want to make sure you have your cool, your good stuff. Yeah. I think that Adeline is curious about the fortunes. It's interesting, okay. so she's going to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think she has any items that are worth anything, so no. just 10 coins and a flat 2d6. Six. It's a six. Oh, no. So that's a no. That's bad. What did Adeline like ask for? Was it just like, um, hey, some some fortune? Yeah, I think she was literally just like, like, what's my fortune? Yeah, um, and yeah, so you put it down and you pull it out, um, and it says, "A tree without roots is blown down da- is blown down in the easiest of winds." <laughs> Damn, call her out. Hmm. Probably, probably, probably a more a more uh, poetic version is um, uh, a truth that roots is blown down by the gentlest wind. Call her out. Call her out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> she like frowns at it, but puts it in her pocket regardless because keepsake and mm-hmm. great. <laughs> Does she does she get like anything bad from it apart from just being called out by 
buy this piece of paper? Uh, you did roll a six. That is a that is a failure, which means I am I am by divine right obligated to to move as hard as I want. Legally, you're allowed to hurt me. <laughs> the law of the land. Adeline's phone rings. It's her mom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've got it. You, um... It's cold now, Adeline. Colder than you expect. And it's like, it's like there's snow on the ground, right? But it's hasn't snowed at all since you've been here. Um, and it's kind of, it looks like you thought, you assumed that the snow on the ground was from, you know, previous snowfalls early in the year. And then suddenly it gets a lot darker. It's late afternoon. The sun hasn't set yet, but it almost looks like night now. As the clouds almost, like, almost rapidly uh, darken. Um, And you look up, and the snow begins to fall. And first, first softly, and then a little more hard. A little, a little more, more, little thicker, until there is a blizzard in Purple Meadows. Can we also feel this, or is this an Adeline exclusive? No, this is this is this is happening in the world. Oh, okay. That was like a vision. I'm not hallucinating. Thank God. <laughs> right after Adeline did her fortune thing. Yeah, I mean, it might that might not be connected. It just there's a there was a six, which means I get to do a hard move. Fulford firmly believes it's connected. <laughs> um, Adeline like didn't put the paper in her pocket then, and like. Um, was holding it and looking at it, and then looked up to see the the snow falling. That's the shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hell yeah! Like it pan- kind of sort of pans upwards. Yes, uh, I have a thing I want to do when we leave the shrine. All right. Um, so Radiant left his shield in the shrine on purpose, and as they're leaving, he's just like, "Ah, shit! I forgot my shield," and he just runs back to the shrine. And Radiant is gonna dump all thirteen coins that he has Aww. in this in this offering box, and he says he could have talked this entire time. Why hasn't he talked to me? All right, and I'm gonna roll. Roll. <laughs> Succeed <laughs> or fail. I believe in you. Or fail. <laughs> Oh, that middle, that middle road. <laughs> Midway. That's an eight. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, give me a second to think of what this fortune says. Um, so yeah, you, you dump the offerings in there, and you pull out this slip of paper. And... Actually, it's kind of funny, because I don't know if you saw the other fortunes that were written they were in this very neat hand and this one is a lot more like swoopy and scrawling mm-hmm. almost like it was written by someone else and it says do not lament the lack of negative attention
I'm so fucking stoked. Let's do some end of session moves. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. Let's knock yeah. those out. When you reach the end of a session, choose one of your bonds that you feel is resolved, completely explored, no longer relevant, or otherwise. Ask the player of the character you have the bond with if they agree. If they do, mark XP and write a new bond with whomever you wish. Ah. Uh, so. Hmm. I want to resolve the bond with Tiku. I know she's not here, but it Same. just feels super relevant. Uh huh. So, can I do that? Yes. That growing apart still, yeah, growing apart still means like changing. Yes. yes. Okay. So, do I mark it? I mark an XP for that, right? Uh huh. How many XP do I need to level up? Uh, Nine. Level Nine plus seven. Ooh, okay. Ooh, maybe I will. Maybe I will level up. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, in that case, I'll just delete that. And I, I would like to write a new one with Ford. I just gotta think of one. Cool. I'm also deleting okay. mine with Tiuku because I feel like it doesn't apply. Currently, I mean, it was formerly Tiuku owes me her life, whether she admits it or not. But I think, in light of Ford doing a lot of stuff for Tiuku. Mm-hmm. Um and kind of more acting like he owes her. I don't think that applies character wise. Okay. And are you gonna write one for uh Adeline? Adeline? Yeah. Nice. I think right. so you can yeah, you can think about those. We can get talk about it in the last next session. Uh mm-hmm. I'm I'm changing my one with Ford uh also and uh, I will I will think of a way to say the words Radiant is mad jealous. Uh, Next session. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, Uh, Everyone mark an XP. Yeah. I leveled up. Hi. Congratulations. I've got two Um, now. um, Once bonds have been updated, look at your alignment. If you have fulfilled that alignment at least once this session, mark XP. If you have fulfilled your Titan alignment uh, at least once this session, mark a debility if you have one. Um, hmm. Uh, Not mark a debility. Clear debility. <laughs> I, mean, I hell, don't maybe think if, maybe if you haven't do it marketability. Oof. Are you sure? I don't know. I'm I'm flying by the seat of my fucking pants. I don't know what. It, I'm I did not deny mercy fly. to a criminal or non-believer this time. So that's true. But you also didn't have any though. Like, yeah. See, so yeah, don't yeah don't mark don't marketability, but you could have cleared one if you had one. I don't uh, think I follow my alignment either because it was like endanger yourself following the precepts of your church or God, and I did not put myself in danger. You did not. You ran. You ran from the dangers. No. Can I argue that I no didn't defend my allies? I guess mm. to wait. Uh, I have an argument for why I fulfilled my alignment. Um, yes. Put that fire out at the. At the the town hall. Oh, that counts, and, right? Yeah. Yes. Put yes. That fire Everything since our last one counts. Okay. Yeah. Precepts of your church or God. Um, we decided off off uh, Mike that uh, Chella's current precepts are like community and stuff. So oh. that feels accurate. Yes. Your your faith, the way of your faith is is community. Yeah. Yeah. 
then I gotta think too, because not only did Ford, I think, help out Radiant during that fight, but um, I think he also like stood up for the folks in the village and then for his friends back when Donda was questioning them. Hell yeah. Good job, so everyone mark an XP for that. Unless, uh, oh no, uh, Adeline, rather. Did I discover something about a magical mystery? There's a big hand in the lake, I don't know. That's probably not magical, though. <laughs> Um, I, you found we we found those stones inside the monsters, and they seem pretty magical. It started it started snowing suddenly when you got your fortune. You also turned a man into a goat man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mystery. I discovered that I'm bad at magic. Discovery magic is weird. <laughs> okay, listen. Yeah. Zachary, my good friend, do you want us to mark a debility for not following our Titan alignment? Because I will do that. Mm, I will. No, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I might. I, I, I reserve the right to change my mind later. But right okay. Now, no. I think maybe like if there is an opportunity to do it and we like deliberately do not take it, that feels like correct. That feels right. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say with my alignment, it's gonna be real easy for me with discover something about a magical mystery to say every single time we do anything. You're like, I discovered something about this. Um, well, here's the so thing. I don't- yeah, maybe when it's the first time you've, you've encountered it, but it, like the next time you fight a monster and you pull out a weird like anguish gem in it, you're not discovering anything new. Okay, that's that's fair. I was I was worried that I was going to I was being too easy on myself basically. But uh, No, no, no. Yeah. You, yeah. It, if you if you retread ground that you've explored already, I'm not going to let you mark for that. Okay. So you got to always be finding new shit. <laughs> I feel nice. like I got to rewrite my alignment too because it's very it's very broad. Um, mm-hmm. well, so defend your allies is, is easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also I did having something simple. I was eyeing my Titan alignment this entire time. Like, oh my god, did I thoroughly consider everything before making a decision? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, is that for every decision or just like a decision, one decision? Oof, God. Oh. <laughs> every, I mean, for for Mirage, it was every decision for sure. Um, she's like Cheaty from The Good Place. Oh my God. <laughs> so once bonds have been updated, look at oh no, we did that. Then answer these three questions as a group. Did we learn something new and important about the world? There's a big hand in the There's a, there's a, big, a hand, hand in, in the, the lake. lake. There's a hand in the lake and the government wants it. The government is d- doing some bad things. So what is can you think of can you think of a way that that affects the like that affects your knowledge of the world to kind of like explain how that's new and important? There's more calves out there. Yes. There's more calves out there. The um the structure is aware of them in some way and is trying to use them for something or find them. They're trying yes. to get them also, out. Also, this, the shrine thing, like the island is not the first thing, the only thing that rose up from like somewhere mm-hmm. mysteriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I, th- I think, I think that in, in terms of like larger scope is important. Mm-hmm. Another thing, Sela has some beef with either Mirage or her goddess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? Beach ball, beach ball, beach ball. (laughs) You did fight a beach ball. Is he he notable? It was very notable. 
Yeah, I think this is notable. He's a, a beach ball. His <laughs> name's Stompa. 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 That's cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, too bad you couldn't like befriend that little stompy dude. You're like, ah, oh, stomp, stomp, stomp. <laughs> oh my god, can Fire. we keep the monsters as pets? <laughs> I don't know. If you can like find some way to make them not try to kill everything around them. Excellent. Oh, uh, God. Goals. See, I want to try, but I don't think that's Ford's personality, and I'm yeah, so Yeah, Radiant upset. is not going to be the one to try this. No. Mm-hmm. There's, still that, there's that, still that fish man with the little hands. Oh, uh, God. That's true. Bastion. You never found him. No. No, he didn't. He was gone by the time you went back. Christ. He out there. He out there. He's watching you. <laughs> Did we loot a memorable treasure? This one I'm less I'm less sure. Yeah, I don't think no. so. I don't think nah. you, I don't think no, we did not. Treasures. No. Okay. So that's two. That's two yeses, which is still good. Cool. Yay. I leveled um, up. Me too. I'll, I'll level up. Four I got a fail four rolls. I got a fail yeah. four rolls. Yeah, the thing is, I just the thing is, yeah, Adeline and and, and Radiant both like failed a lot, whereas you succeeded on all your rolls today. <laughs> I'm the best. Which, at the best. Um, but good stuff. All right, good, good, good. Okay, good. clap. Shit, good sesh. We yes, clap. clap. We, we got to clap. When are we gonna clap? Uh, half past. I mean, 30, 30 seconds. Yeah, half past sounds good. Thirty, then forty, then fifty. Mm-hmm.